$100 million in jury verdicts and settlements for serious injury victims, medical malpractice victims, and surviving family members of wrongful death victims. Trial Lawyers for Justice. This is a firm that does not handle frivolous lawsuits. They go after insurance company money, and they're darn good at it. They don't sell their clients out or settle cheaply. Trial Lawyers for Justice, the firm that goes the distance for you their client. They treat their clients the way you would want your own family members taken care of. Nicholas Rowley, Dominic Pachota, and the other trial lawyers in the firm at Trial Lawyers for Justice, dedicated to representing the people and their families in Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Illinois, California, Wyoming, and many other states. Trial Lawyers for Justice. $100 million in settlements and jury verdicts already in 2016. 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for Justice. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime radio sports personality. Now, today's show is going to be fun because we're going to have two guests on. That's right. We're going to have Gary St. Jean, who is a former coach, general manager in the NBA, uh, currently works as a television commentator for the Golden State Warriors. And then later in the show, we're going to be joined by longtime baseball sports writer Barry Bloom of MLB.com who uh, is back in New York where the latest um, Hall of Fame inductees have just been announced, and he'll have some thoughts about that. It'd be kind of fun. Uh, It'd be interesting because a couple of those guys were accused of being a steroids. That's right. Both Yvonne Rodriguez, Pudge Rodriguez, and uh, Jeff Bagwell were long suspected of being steroid users, but neither one of them really, for whatever reason, uh, you know, they just weren't pulled out into the public eye like Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. So Clemens and Bonds didn't make it, of course, but these two guys did. Yeah, but uh, Barry Bonds moved up the ladder a little bit, didn't he? He did. He gained about 19 percentage points. So um, the feeling is he's got five more years of eligibility, and the young people that are voting for him today are the people that did not see him play uh, except for as a fan because they weren't around when he was playing. They They were too young to be... Working in the media, so their 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 attitude is, well, I didn't see him play, so I, you know, I just, I, I mean, I didn't see him play as a as a media member, so I didn't get to know him. So, you know, you, when you get to know somebody, and and there's a little friction there, as there was with Bonds and some of the media, I think a lot of that has to do with his behavior towards the media. I really do. Yeah, and I, I'd like to ask Barry about that. Oh, I'm sure he he'd have a good story to tell you about that. I got along with him okay, but I know a lot of people who didn't. Yeah, I've, that's what I've heard too. Yeah. All right, at each uh, commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Uh, today's theme is going to be, again, miscellaneous sports. We always want to keep you in, a, in suspense there. And this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding 7.5% secured by Bay Area Real Estate. It doesn't get any more conservative than that. They're only about 55% loan-to-value. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 is going to be right back. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. 
Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at pacificprivatemoney.com. For those that want to visit San Francisco's legendary Alcatraz Island, planning ahead is a must. As the official website for Alcatraz Tours, AlcatrazCruises.com provides the guaranteed lowest prices for Alcatraz tickets, which are now available for purchase up to 90 days in advance. In addition, visitors to Alcatraz will enjoy the added benefit of complimentary access to the current art installation, Shortening, Making Irrational Rational, which is available for viewing through February 2017 from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily with the purchase of a regularly priced ticket. Visit Alcatraz cruises.com today in the heart of sonoma wine country enjoy a unique historical landmark the flamingo resort and spa santa rosa that features two 25 meter heated pools tennis poolside dining champagne sunday brunch a lounge that offers weekend live music and dancing health club and yoga cycle studio so ideal to stay fit while relaxing and touring the nearby sonoma valley wineries Visit FlamingoResort.com. Invest in some fun this season with this deal from Paintball Tickets. With the largest network of paintball fields in North America, Paintball Tickets is committed to bringing you high-intensity fun for a fraction of the cost. With the purchase of your paintball tickets, you'll receive free admission and equipment rentals to some of the most played-at paintball parks nationwide. And by partnering up with like-minded, safety-conscious paintball fields in thriving markets across the nation, we've ensured there's always a field close to home. These tickets, which can be purchased in bulk, are designed to fit the needs of every skill level, from casual observers to weekend warriors. This adrenaline-inducing sport is perfect for birthday parties, corporate team building, or a casual outing with friends. Make the right choice for your wallet. Get in on the fastest-growing action sport with this deal from Paintball Tickets by going to sportsecon101.com and clicking on the Play Paintball button. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, who do we have on the phone? A good friend of mine uh, who has been around the Bay Area for a long time, also worked uh, in the NBA for many years as a coach, a general manager, uh, currently does uh, pre- and post-game on television with Comcast for the Golden State Warriors uh, television home broadcasts and road broadcasts. And Gary St. Jean, you know, as we speak, the Warriors just had a very intriguing week, a week of basketball, two games in, in three days against two of the best teams arguably in the NBA, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. And, man, in both these games, they, they not only won, but they won in impressive fashion. I mean, how, what's the ceiling for this Warrior team anyway? Well, fellas, I, I think we've got a little preview picture of what the playoffs are going to look like come uh, spring. And I thought against Cleveland it was the most complete game we've seen all year. Yeah. 
defense was superb. We talk always about this defense of uh, deflections, steals, live ball turnovers, and then also getting defensive rebounds. And when this team commits to getting out and running, mm-hmm. uh, they're scary, to tell you the truth. And they had, you know, 36 fast break points in the first half. And, uh, you know, just everybody individually played terrific. I thought as a team they were awesome on both ends of the floor. The ball movement, the assists, 38 assists. Um, you know, just, just stellar basketball. And then, you know, uh, Last night, we, we see OKC come in. There's emotion involved because that's Kevin's old team. It's a tight game at the half. Sure. But the third quarter, the defense just uh, notches itself up. They play terrific, and they open up uh, a 20-point uh, margin. And Kevin Durant uh, playing against his old team, 13-16 from the floor. Not a bad night's work. Not a bad night's work. And one of the things I really love about the Warriors, and I know you feel this way too because you're with them and around them a lot more than I am, but – when you go to practice or you go to the pregame or postgame and, and sit down and listen to Steve Kerr speak, it's it's really fun because he he is so much different and so much more erudite, I guess is the right word, or or maybe that's not the right word, worldly than than your average coach in any sport. And it's just a joy to talk with a guy. He's, he looks you in the eye. He's genuinely interested in answering your questions. If he doesn't like a question, he'll have fun with you and he'll, he'll josh with you. But they, he's, just, he's not only a great coach, but he's just a good, good guy and an interesting guy, too. Well, I think we're very, very fortunate to have him as the head coach of this team. Uh, I'll share with you guys, <laughs> I, I can remember uh, watching him play at Arizona. And, uh, you know, what a great career, all the championships playing with great teams in Chicago and San Antonio. and You know, you, you, I've met him through Tommy Tolbert, who played with us with the Warriors in the 90s, and uh, with Judd Bushler. They were teammates at Arizona with, for Lute Olsen. And uh, you knew then there was just a, 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 just a presence about him, just a great guy. And uh, I, I love his outlook on life, his outlook on, on, on the game of basketball, uh, he has a platform as a coach, and and we don't see a lot of our coaches, oh, you know, talking about the, the political scene or talking about gun control or, you know, talking about uh, whatever topic is of, of the day. And, uh, you know, he wants his players to enjoy the game. He talks about the joy of, of the experience. <laughs> well, maybe it's kind of unique, because I don't know of a lot of other coaches that are having joy uh, like he's having with his team. Well, when you're winning so much, it, it, it definitely helps. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very unique. Yeah. I, I love the fact that he, the other day, for instance, he, I guess he's been doing this a while now. Tell me if I'm wrong. Instead of having the uh, mandatory or the traditional um, you know, afternoon shoot-off uh, where they yeah. go to the, the practice, he took his guys to, to a uh, place where they did some yoga. Well, he's done some cool things. One day they thought they were going to have practice, and he brought them into the city, and they had a ping pong tournament. <laughs> you know, he, he's done some great stuff, and I and I think he's taken a lot of pages from Greg Popovich. And uh, you know, his communication, Bill Jackson would give his players uh, a book, and it was just wouldn't be a generic book. He'd look at the guy, and he'd study him, and he'd say, "What kind of book could I hit uh, hit the right chord with Michael Jordan or Dennis Rodman, that kind of thing." You know, I think Steve has taken pages from all these different great coaches that he's been around. I mentioned Lute Olson. Uh, 
uh, Lenny Wilkins. Uh, I, I'm going to share with you that he's his own guy, and uh, he's special. I, 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 I love talking about Steve Kerr on our broadcast because I just think he sets the tone. And we do have a high-character team. They're a great bunch of guys. They play uh, together. They're really, they play for each other, and, and, and it's great quality. Yeah, it must be a lot of fun for you uh, when you do the television broadcast, you know, because you're, you're working with such a great team, you know, versus if you were, you know, working with the Sacramento Kings or something. Well, i got to share with you guys. I, I, I go to Safeway, and some of the ladies are doing their shopping, and they'll, I'm saying, oh, hello, and oh, you're, you're, you're smiling a lot. <laughs> you were doing what I'm doing, watching the best team the game of basketball, the game I love, and I get to talk about it uh, in this great environment. I'm a lucky guy, and uh, so I have those chats whether I'm pumping gas or at Safeway or wherever the heck I am. Because I got to tell you guys, like Bruce, we've been around the Bay Area. Whether it was the Giants' time, uh, whether it was the Niners' time with Joe Montana and Bill Walsh, uh, the A's with Tony Larusa and that crew. this is the Warriors' time, yeah. and and they are in the spotlight, not just in the Bay Area. I'm talking about around the country, and they're the biggest uh, name in basketball around the world. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to be around them. You're right. And, and one thing I love about you, Gary, and I don't want to get off on a tangent on this, but you do something that a lot of commentators don't do that. I think everybody tries to bring enthusiasm, but with you, you, you not only bring the enthusiasm, but you always love to tell little stories and relate to, to things that you can remember. And I think people appreciate that because it kind of yeah. humanizes. Don't you mm-hmm. get that oh, impression? Oh, yeah, absolutely, that, when I watch it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think, is that something that you consciously try to do? Because I think it really connects you oh. well. You and Papa have a great uh, synergy going. Greg Papa, the, yeah. the, uh, the main host. But you guys just really have a good time, and you seem to be able to connect with the, with the viewers very well because you tell these stories. Yeah, you guys know him. I, I, I am very, very fortunate guy work with the best in the business. Uh, I, I like uh, my admiration for Steve Kerr. Uh, my admiration for Greg Papa, uh, you know, he's a family man. He could be doing big-time national uh, on, on any of these sports. And he, we're, we're very fortunate to have him. And uh, he and I go back to when I was with Nelly, you know, starting in 89 here. Hmm. And uh, so we tell stories at that time, but, you know, we were, we were talking about all different generations, and we were looking at uh, the great teams, and we're talking about comparing this team, maybe to Magic Johnson's team, to uh, the New York Knicks team, to the Boston Celtics team. And they had the dates up there, and I said, fellas, I said, see that picture of Bill Russell? I said, I was eight years old. They started their run where they ran eight straight championships from 58 to 66. And... Uh, they're looking at me, and I'm saying, yeah, I'm that old. That's okay. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, it, it shows that you, you have the respect for, you know, what you got to see as a kid. And when I got you, know, you're not, we're about the same age. So we both grew up at a time where basketball, the, the league was much smaller. The players stayed around much longer. And the guys like Will Chamberlain and, and Bill Russell and Oscar Robertson and Rick Barry were, were kind of larger than life, weren't they? Well, they really were because – we didn't get to see him on TV very often. You know, that, yeah. we didn't have ESPN back then. We, I don't even, Bruce, help me. When the heck did we start having the, you know, the CBS Game of the Week? Or, uh, you know, remember Chris Schenkel with ABC? And, oh, yeah. You know, uh, I, you know mm-hmm. I, 
it's uh, it's really a special that the Bay Area fans, all that can't get the aura, can still, you know, wrap their arms around this team and, and embrace it and love the, what they're doing. And uh, so that that would make today's today's game even, you know, even better than the old days. Hey, Gary, stay with us. Uh, we, we're going to cut to our uh, second commercial break here. Uh, seven of the 30 teams in the National Hockey League are located in Canada. How many Canadian cities and teams can you identify? That's our question. All right. All right. See if Gary knows that one. All right. So I think I know that one. You think you know one? Okay, all seven of them? I covered some NHL hockey, so all right. I should know that. There you go. Okay. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Gary St. Jean. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. 
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan, and our guest on the phone, Gary St. Jean. So here's our first trivia question. Seven of the 30 teams in the National Hockey League are located in Canada. How many Canadian cities and teams can you identify? Gary, I don't know if you're going to answer that one. I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. but Well, I'll let our guest try to answer it first. Cause, you, know, give, be well, I, you guys, you know, I'm not going to get them all, but I can get quite a few because I grew up in Massachusetts. So oh, I'm, yeah. You're uh, a hockey, hockey fan. Yeah. I go back to Bobby Orr and Esposito and oh, yeah. guys. So, Did you go to the old Boston uh, Garden back in the day? So, uh, let's go east to west. Okay. We've got Ottawa, Toronto, Montreal. Right. And then we've got Edmonton. Mm-hmm. We've got... Vancouver, right? Uh, we've got. Is, it, is there is there a Calgary? Calgary's there. Calgary. Yeah. How many have I got? Six. You got six. The last one is is one that uh, that I couldn't get originally, but now I know. I remember it's Winnipeg. Yeah, that's right. Very good. The Winnipeg oh. Jets. I think that's now, what. Uh, that means, didn't they just come back there? That was, I believe, I, it was, I believe Calgary was the team that came back, but I may be wrong. Yeah. I, you know, I wish yeah. I, I wish I followed the hockey. A little more closely, Gary. I went to the University of Denver, which was a big hockey school, and I had oh, not, oh, sure. I had never followed hockey. When I got there, I became a hockey fanatic. And it's interesting, the the Sharks when they came out here, the first ten years they were here, I was covering them almost as much as I covered the Warriors. But hockey is a different kind of a sport. You really have to. I think you have to. It's like a lot of sports. And tell me if I'm wrong, because you played them all. You have to grow up playing it to really appreciate it and understand yeah. it, don't you? Don't you think you do? Well, you know, you guys watch these great spectacles they have, where they have. Uh, games in, in the football and, and uh, baseball stadium. Yeah. And I love that. Because they go back to the history of playing the game outside. Well, growing up in Massachusetts, you know, I did play on those ponds, or I did play on that flooded rink uh, at the park. And you'd go home and you, 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 couldn't, even, you couldn't even bend your toes. You were so <laughs> cool. And uh, so I love the game. I we, really do. And, and But I... I'll say this to you in all honesty, it's it's harder to watch on TV. Yeah. It's a great game to watch in person. Great game oh. to watch in person. I, I I agree with you totally. I mean, it's one of those games, hockey just doesn't translate well to the screen, even the widescreen. But, boy, you go to the game itself, and it's just, to me, I remember going to my first hockey game. It was a college game at the University of Denver, and I just was – captivated by it it's, i think it's because uh, the, the way the camera men you know they, they concentrate on the puck yeah. so much you don't see too don't much see what's it, going on around inside it's one thing about basketball i have to say gary don't you agree with me on this and i don't know if edward does but the, the great thing about basketball there's a lot of action away from the ball but usually the the, the area of the court is small enough that most of it it's yeah. not cut off by the camera so basketball really translates well on the television Oh, Bruce, it's the best. I mean, yeah. we don't have a helmet on. We don't have a cap on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're seeing those guys in, in the face. Yeah, the only thing we missed uh, from last night's game, though, that the cameraman missed and they had to replay it was when uh, Russell Westbrook uh, traveled. He took six steps with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm sitting there with Greg Papa, and I said, did he just do that? <laughs> it was an absolute shock. Yeah. And it took to the sixth yeah. step for the and penalty. Yeah, he said, have you ever seen anything like that? Yeah. yeah. And I said, you know, maybe two or three steps. Yeah. Not six. Yeah, not six. <laughs> that was bizarre. Speaking of Westbrook, that was quite a collision he had with uh, Zaza Pachulia. And when Pachulia bumped him and knocked him down, he stood over him, kind of like Muhammad Ali standing yeah, over yeah. Sonny Liston. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, my God, watch out here. Because, I mean, it looked like he really low-bridged him. Well... You know what? Uh, if you back that up twenty feet, it was in the paint. You just say it's a hard fall in the opening. 
Yeah. Uh, but the fact that it was a high pick and roll, and Steve Kerr had motioned to the players that they had what we call a fall to give before it was in the bonus, so they could clock, uh, get the clock stopped to set their defense. So instead of like Iguodala falling, Westbrook uh, comes off the screen, and, and Zaza reaches in, and he gets the ball, but he hammers them. He hits them hard. There's yeah. no doubt about it. But I don't understand why they, they called it a shooting foul. Yeah. Well, he was. I guess he was if, if you if you watch the replay, you could argue that he was starting his motion. But I I don't no, know about you, Gary. Her. I thought that was really. Uh, I think they gave him those shots because they thought it was a. They said it was a flagrant foul, and you get what is it? Yeah, they did. Yeah. And, and I got to tell you something. I I think they overreacted, and then to put the frosting on the cake after the game, Westbrook's got to share his educated comments about the. Uh, you know. I'll get him for that. Oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, Wait, is, hear that, that what, is that what he yeah. said? Is that what he said? And after the game. And, really? Uh, you know, I just, and listen, I respect him as an athlete, yeah. uh, his talents. I love the way he competes. Uh, but, you know, he plays the game angry. Westbrook, and, you're talking uh, about. Yeah. You know, compare Steph Curry and Kevin mm. Durant or our guys. And, uh, you know, I just he didn't, he didn't need to go there. Hey, speaking of Kevin Durant, what has it been like for you to get to know him a little bit? I know it, he's not the most, wow. you know, I mean, he's such a great player. What is he like as a person off the court, just a casual, you know, chit-chat with the guy? He, he's, he's really fun. He, he's, a, he's got a great outlook on life. Uh, I think he's just loving his decision. I think it, and it was about people. You know, he, uh, I, hey, I'll tell you guys, I, I'd much rather play with the Warrior guys than with Westbrook. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. If I want sure. to be with people that have a really good outlook on life, that are happy, and, and uh, you know, Steve Curry always talks about joy, playing the game. Hmm. And, uh, and and the move to the Bay Area, pretty good choice. Yeah. Pretty good I choice. Share with guys, he's a great guy. He's a sharp guy. And... Uh, I just think he's really enjoying the experience. Hey, uh, Saint, let me ask you a coaching question. How do you decide when to bench a player for a, a long period of time versus seeing a you know a slump? Because like you know, someone like Verajao has been sitting on the bench for a long time, and he just kind of comes in you know to kind of give the players yeah. a rest. Um, well, you know, how do you... what happens in the NBA? Uh, Bruce will tell you this: you earn minutes. People don't hand you minutes. Yeah. And and I'll be very honest with you, Varejo's had a really terrific career. The guys that play with him love him. He's a great teammate. Um, he's in his role that he should be in now. He's in a reserve role. If there's injuries, like uh, uh, David West now has a, a problem with a thumb, uh, that means that uh, people like him and uh, McGee and uh, those guys are going to play more uh because he'll be out a couple of weeks. He's a great guy to have in that role because he's a team guy. He's not down there complaining and saying, oh, you know, they're not playing me. I'm, I'm getting screwed here and that kind of thing. And he, He's just a good guy. He doesn't have as much left in the tank that a guy that's in his early 20s has. So that's how you put the team together. What a great job Bob Myers and his crew have done. Hey, who do you like to watch individually if you had to pick a team, not so much a team, but players to watch on a regular basis outside of the Warriors. Obviously, the Warriors are the, are the, the best team in the NBA, probably have the most 
exciting players to watch as a as a group. But who do, who do you like to you know when you have a day off and you want to watch yeah. another team play, say in a national game? Who do you like to watch? Well, I really like Kawhi Leonard. I, I, yeah. I think he's a, a guy that lets his actions do uh, all the speaking for him. He, he's had a great year. I think he's had four straight games in the 30s. Uh, you know, the Clipper guys, uh, you know, Chris Paul's out now. I've had a lot of respect for him. Um, and, and you know what, what Harden is doing down there in Houston, is, is, and we'll play them tomorrow, Uh done a remarkable job. It might be in Tony credit. He's, he's given him uh, uh, free reign, moved him over to the point guard, and well, it might be in Tony's done a great job. Bruce, you know, the way they're playing, uh, that's the way we played in 1989 with Mully and Mitch and Timmy. We, we didn't. That's what we did. Uh, you know, in one year, we had four games where we scored 150 or more. Mm. Warriors <laughs> haven't even done that yet. Yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun team to watch. It must have been, that must have been a fun team to to be a part of. I mean, you mentioned Chris Mullen and Mitch and Mitch Richmond yeah. and Tim Hardaway. It, it, it's amazing because time flies by. My son Gregory, who's twenty six, is an assistant coach at St. John's with Mitch Richmond, and the head coach is Chris Mullen. Wow, <laughs> what a great! That must be fun to go back and visit oh, those guys, huh? It, it's unbelievable. Yeah. My wife MJ. There you go. Oh, you, you and, are. And, and you go to the East. Um, you know, I I, was, I respect LeBron. I, I really do. Plays the game the right way. He's been a great ambassador for the game. He's had a couple of hiccups with the move to Miami, but by and large, uh, a great, great player. And uh, I, you know, who I really like I, I like Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. Thomas yeah. He's leading the league right now in fourth quarter scoring. Hmm. Uh, he's he's had a heck of a year. Um, you know, it's it's fun to watch the young players come along. Like I, I'm big on the young guy uh, uh, Towns up in uh, up in Minnesota. I, mm. He's got a really bright future. Um, Porzingis you know, too. I think the kid Embiid yeah. in Philadelphia, mm. uh, who had been out with a, a, a problem with his knee, he's emerging. So you yeah. know, the next generation is coming. And, and, and I'll tell you, fellas, the NBA has never been in a more strong position than it is right now. Yeah, well, you're getting a lot of these international players. You know, Porzingis, uh, he's got a good oh, career. Boy. Yeah, he's got a good That's career. That's a great name. Or, yeah. or Sabonis last night we yeah. saw. The, the, yeah. the son of the former great Sabonis. That's right. So, Gary, thank you so much again for uh, joining us. Uh, always welcome here on Sports Econ 101. Well, fellas, thanks for having me, and uh, keep following those Warriors. I know you guys are talking about them, and uh, – it sure is fun to watch him play. It, it is. is indeed. Well, we'll see you out of the game soon, Thanks. I hope. All right. All right, buddy. Thank you. See you, fellas. Okay. Take care. Gary St. Jean's good, good, good man and a true basketball lifer. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's for sure. Okay, here's our uh, second trivia question. This one's a little easier. What? Well, actually, you got <laughs> it. was easy for the last one for you, too. Uh, the next one, I think, is going to be a little harder. But uh, anyway, this one here is what are the last three teams – Tony LaRussa managed. Oh, good. All right? Yeah. Okay, I think you'll get that one. Yeah. You can email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to that question, and don't touch that dial, Sports Econ 101 will be right back.
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. In the heart of Sonoma Wine Country, enjoy a unique historical landmark, the Flamingo Resort and Spa Santa Rosa that features two 25-meter heated pools, tennis, poolside dining, champagne Sunday brunch, a lounge that offers weekend live music and dancing, health club and yoga cycle studio, so ideal to stay fit while relaxing and touring the nearby Sonoma Valley wineries. Visit FlamingoResort.com. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com, your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. For those that want to visit San Francisco's legendary Alcatraz Island, planning ahead is a must. As the official website for Alcatraz Tours, AlcatrazCruises.com provides the guaranteed lowest prices for Alcatraz tickets, which are now available for purchase up to 90 days in advance. In addition, visitors to Alcatraz will enjoy the added benefit of complimentary access to the current art installation, Shortening, Making Irrational Rational, which is available for viewing through February 2017 from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily with the purchase of a regularly priced ticket. Visit Alcatraz cruises.com today iHeartRadio, an app so powerful it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists thousands of the best live radio stations custom stations and stations created just for you it's anywhere and it's everywhere millions of songs thousands of stations one free app iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Here was our second trivia question. Uh, what are the last three teams Tony Larusa managed? Well, he only managed for three teams, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know why it says last three teams. <laughs> <laughs> St. Louis, Oakland, and of course the Chicago White Sox. That's right. Very anyway, good. He won, he won division titles and... Well, he didn't win a World Series with uh, Chicago, but he won a division title one year. He did. Anyway, we got Barry Bloom, a longtime sports writer, good friend of mine, uh, and he has been a baseball uh, writer for MLB.com for a number of years who has been covering the um, Hall of Fame uh, balloting, which has just been released. They've got Jeff Bagwell and Yvonne Rodriguez and, of course, Tim Raines, Tim Raines yeah. named to the Hall of Fame along with a great executive from Atlanta, John Sherholtz, and the former commissioner, Bud Sadelegan, Barry, were you surprised at all that um, Bagwell and Pudge Rodriguez were named 
uh, even though there has been a lot of suspicion and that they both those guys might have uh, been doing steroids during their career. Well, no, I mean I think that's changing, and I, the door really kind of opened with with Piazza last year, and uh, I think a lot of uh, voters are are reevaluating it, having their own reasons for why they are, and so. Uh, I think once Piazza went in, especially on guys where there are suspicions but there is no proof, uh, I think that uh, you know the voters are starting to to vote them in. I, well, you know I, that lends me that lends yeah. it to the, to the next question we were going to ask you yeah. is about Barry Bonds. You exactly. have been one of the the few veteran writers who have always stood in his corner. I think you got along with him pretty well. I know I did, and I, I feel the same way you do. And I don't know how Edward feels, but. I feel he should be in the Hall of Fame based on what he did. Even before he did steroids, he was Hall of Fame worthy. Is it because of his prickly personality that he's being kept mm-hmm. out, or is it because of, just because he had the high profile or never came you know, clean about the whole thing? I mean, I guess it's a number of factors, isn't it? I mean, you could throw all of that in, but I think generally it's because you know he and Clemens became the poster boys for the entire steroid era. You know, there was a lot of the... Uh, of them in the Mitchell report, you know, Clemens with uh, McNamee and uh, the investigation into him, uh, Bonds, uh, you know, with Alco and the uh, the federal investigation into him. Then both of them wound up going to court for one reason or another, by and large on perjury charges that they lied about it. Clemens to Congress in a deposition before a federal uh, grand jury, and uh, ultimately both of them got off. But I think that separated them into a, a completely different class than, uh, you know, the Bagwells and Rodriguez's and, you know, Piazza's. i got to ask you about those three guys. Uh, you mentioned uh, Bagwell and Yvonne Rodriguez and, of course, Tim Raines, who played for 21 years. Just your impressions of those three. I remember Bagwell's first game I ever saw. He hit a home run to beat the Giants in the ninth inning, and I thought, wow, that's pretty impressive at, at Candlestick to do that, and that was a sign of things to come. And, of course, we, we all saw Rodriguez uh, maybe in his seminal moment when he, when he withstood the, the incredible hit that J.T. Snow put on him and, and held on to the ball for the final out of the playoffs in 2003. And then, of course, Tim Raines, although he had some – some little problems with cocaine off the field, certainly managed to play a long time. What were your impressions, Barry? Because you covered all three of those guys pretty closely, got to know them a little bit peripherally. I would think that, um, you know, you you would probably feel that all three were Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah, I mean, I, I voted for all of them. And, you know, Bagwell, I was a guy who came around, you know, every year I, I put my uh, ballot out on the – uh, on the interwebs and, uh, you know, argue it out with fans about my choices. And uh, one year, you know, I wrote it in my blog when I put it out there that I wasn't going to vote for Bagwell because Steve Garvey didn't get into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And then I got into a whole row with with some fans and one in particular who, uh, you know, we went into, you know, sidebar and he identified himself and, you know, uh, it, it, you know, projected a pretty cogent case about why Bagwell should be in, and I promised him I'd give it a very closer, much closer look the next year. And you know, he was right. I mean, when you look at all these guys, when you subject themselves, subject them to you know more advanced metrics that are used today, and you you know, couple them with what they call the counting stats of 
you know, RBIs and home runs and hits and, you know, as far as pitchers go, wins and ERA. I mean, you, you, you give a different analysis of, uh, of, of where they are. And just Bagwell stacked very high, you know, among all-time first basemen in a lot of different categories, even though because of his injuries and truncated career, he only lasted 15 years. You know, he didn't really compile the numbers a lot of people did. But neither did Lou Gehrig because of the way his career sure. So I decided to start voting for Bagwell. And, uh, you know, Ranger was another one, you know, I, I went to late, uh, you know, and uh, was in a lot of conversation with people who uh, were, were very much supporters of his. And, uh, it, and it gave me a chance to go back and reevaluate Reigns, which really, to me, is the beauty of the Hall of Fame process, voting-wise, because if it was a one-and-out, you know, a lot of guys just, you know, wouldn't get elected. You know, you'd have even less people in the Hall of Fame than you do right now, and we've now only voted in 124 of them out of 18,000 players who played in Major League Baseball. Mm. Have you uh, ever... The, uh, you know, the thing with, with it is that, you know, you... you when you look at what goes on in the current era and as that evolves, particularly on pitchers, you know, you go back and you look at what was done just 20 years ago and what those guys' stats and how far they worked into games. Uh, you know, a big argument with me is, you know, I'm diverging here, but, you know, the, the younger set and the analytics set puts no value anymore on wins or saves either. And, uh, you know, to me, the deeper a starter goes into a game, the better chance his team has to win, and another, and, and he has a chance to get credited with the W. You know, that it's no, you know, secret. That's why a guy like Kershaw has a, as many wins as he has 10 years into his career because he just goes deeper into games than almost anybody else. Of course, there's no value on a win if you can only go six innings and uh, and throw 100 pitches because somebody else is going to get it credited somewhere along the way. Yeah, it's not fair, but you know, based on uh, who's your coach, you know, because he's the one who's going to be taking you out. Have you ever voted for somebody and then regretted it later, or just had a second second thought later on? You know, as far as a guy who's been voted into the Hall of Fame, yeah. It's somebody who got in or somebody who... No, yeah, somebody who got... Somebody who you voted uh, who got in, and then after a while, you know, maybe, you know, the next year or the year after, you see somebody else who probably, you know, either should have gotten in or barely got in, uh, and the the person who you voted in, you kind of look at them again, and you go, gosh, you know what? I probably should have changed my mind on that. Has that ever happened no, to you? No, I can't say that. Okay. I mean, every, you know, person... I've voted for every person who's gotten into the Hall of Fame since I started voting since 1992, except for Jim Rice. Jim Rice was the only one I didn't vote for. And uh, when he was six votes shy going into his final 15th year at the time, I did a lot of soul-searching about it and talked to a lot of people because usually I'm the type of guy who, you know, I know my Hall of Fame ballot as soon as I get it in the mail and I just fill it out and send it out and post it. And, uh, you know, in this case, I waited to the very end, and, uh, you know, the, it just came down to I just never voted for him before, but why should I vote for him now? Mm. He wound up getting into the Hall of Fame. So, that, 
and, and you know, that, it, I don't care. It's neither here nor there to me. Uh, you know, it. I have more more regrets about voting for people who others don't vote for. Like Posada in this election, it just astounds me that he couldn't get more than 17 votes to stay on the ballot with 5%. Got to ask you about Barry Bonds. His numbers went up appreciably in this last balloting. A lot of that due to the fact, as you mentioned, all that the analytics crowd is younger that didn't have a chance to cover him. They you know, saw him as kids uh, from afar, and they were sort of an on. So naturally, they're maybe may more inclined to vote for the guy. It seems like you know he's got four more years of eligibility. It seems as if uh, the numbers are indicating that he may have enough by the time four years you know, roll along to get in. What's your, what's your read on that situation, Barry? What are we talking about now? About Bonds. Because his, 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 I think he got 55%. He's got five years of eligibility. Has he got five years left? Yeah, both he and Clements have five. Okay, five, and Messina has six. What What are the chances of them getting in? You think before the uh, five more years run out? Because their their numbers are, are gradually getting more and more uh, in their favor. Yeah, well, they're going up basically like ten percent a year at this point. And uh, you know, I, I kind of thought that if both of them settled. Just below around sixty percent, or just below sixty percent, which is where they were in the tracker, you know, before the before the election results were announced. I thought that they'd have a pretty good chance of getting in in the next five years. At fifty three percent, is a little tougher. I mean, there's really going to have to be a sea change among the voters who are voting now to, for it to change. And I don't see the voting body changing very much. It, you know, you will add a few and probably lose a few. But I don't see it really changing very much in the next in the next five years. Is that what goes on? There's a lot of you know sentimentality of you know, gosh, this guy's just only got a couple more years left, and then he's off. And you know, yeah, he kind of deserved it. But you know, like someone like Bonds, you know, if if the steroid thing wasn't in there, he'd be a hundred percent for sure in. So you know, you know what I mean? It's like how because you wonder, okay, why are his numbers going up? Well. It's partly because what Bruce said, but I think it, I, I'm guessing that part of it is the sentimentality. The, the, the guys who voted against him are now changing their yeah, mind. Yeah, exactly. Because they're figuring, okay, he, he's paid his price. Yeah. Well, that's an yeah. interesting theory. I I don't know if that's – does that bear any um, – do you think there's some truth to that, uh, Barry, that uh, you know older guys that like yourself who didn't care for bonds and were not going to vote for him might be a little less uh, you know intransigent towards him uh, as the years move on? No, I think basically the, the the population, be it a minority that is anti-steroid, is pretty much set in stone. It's mm. not going to change. Not going to change. And okay. It's not going to be any sentimentality towards Bonds because of, of the type of person he was that you illustrated going into the whole interview. I mean, uh, and you know, and Clemens for most of his career was pretty much the same. And he, although, you know, Kemp Clemens was smart enough near the end to, to recognize that uh, he was going to need these writers. And, uh, you know, and he catered to them quite a bit after he got to New York. I thought he was quite a different person than earlier in his career when he was in mm. Boston. But Bonds really never made that adjustment. And, you know, I, I, I just think it's going to be, you know, like, you know, I mean, some of the people you know, basically looked at it and said, well, Bud Sealy got into the Hall of Fame. He overlooked this whole thing, which was kind of ridiculous. Why are we keeping Bonds and Clemens out? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and then, you know, but I think a greater argument is 
really, you know, Larusa, Cox, and Tori, who all played these players and took advantage of them. No one more so than than Larusa when he was with both the A's and the Cardinals. Mm. You know, if they profited by this and got in the Hall of Fame, why yeah. are we keeping the guys yeah. who got them there out? That's it. That's a good yeah. point. More view in that than there is in uh, in the overall. But to get back to your question. With five years to go, I think it's going to be close, and I'm not sure that you know now they're going to get another 10 percent every year. Yeah, it, yeah. it might be a creep. It's going to be very interesting, Barry. Thanks so much. We really appreciate you being with us, and it's always a pleasure catching up with you. And I'm sure we'll see you during the baseball season. Yeah, you bet. Thanks. Thanks, uh, thanks again, Barry. Okay. Bye bye. All right, Barry Bloom from MLB.com, and I, I thought he made a good point when he said that the. Uh, the number of, of young people coming into the game today that are covering it, um, you know, they have a more forgiving attitude because they weren't around and they didn't deal with it. That's true. Yeah. Okay, last trivia question. Name four baseball players whose faces have been displayed on U.S. postage stamps. All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will be back with some closing comments. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. 
you only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Here is our last trivia question. Name four baseball players whose faces have been displayed on U.S. postage stamps. I'm going to take a shot at this. I'm going to name five and see if four of them are out. <laughs> okay. Uh, Willie Mays. No. Mickey Mantle. No. Jackie Robinson. Yes. Hank Aaron. No. Babe Ruth. Yes. Okay, that's two. So Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron. Uh, Ty Cobb? Uh, no, uh, Babe Ruth and Jackie Robinson. Ja- oh, Jack- Babe Ruth and Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson, yep. Um, Ty Cobb? No. Hank Aaron? No. Uh, Wasn't Hank Aaron the first time? It's not him the second L- time. Lou Gehrig? Lou Gehrig, yes. Oh, there's Lou Gehrig. Okay. So Luke Gehrig, Babe Ruth, and Jackie Robinson. Yeah. And who would the fourth one be? Sandy Koufax? No. Christy Mathewson? No, but it was somebody who a you... Uh, no. Right fielder. A right fielder? What, what era? Uh, the late 50s and 60s. Late? And then early 70s. Oh, geez. I should know For the Pirates. One. Oh, Roberto Clemente. <laughs> Roberto Clemente. Roberto Clemente. Yeah, of course. He was quite a kid. You know, he, he was killed when he was 39 years old in that plane crash. He probably yeah. put a plane a few more years. Last day of 1972, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. He was on a mission of mercy to Nicaragua, Nicaragua. that had a, an earthquake, and he was flying... Supplies down there in a plane that was overloaded. overloaded and, yeah, yeah. Man, that's kind of sad. Yeah, and he was paying for the whole thing <laughs> out of his own pocket. Yeah, yeah that's the kind of guy he was. All right. Well, we're going to go to our thoughts for the day. Thoughts for the day. Okay. Be more concerned with your character than your reputation, because your character is what you really are, while your reputation is merely what others think you are. Now, that sounds like good words of advice for Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, and that was from Coach John Wooden. Ah, John Wooden, see? Okay, good guy and Dave to. Barry, you know him. Sure. He said, although golf was originally restricted to wealthy, overweight Protestants, today it's open to anybody who owns hideous clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I that love, was I love that. That's, that's good. pretty good. Okay, good. tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We're also going to be asking some more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.